0: All right, welcome back, everyone, for our next episode of Can We Kick It? I'm your host, Mike Corio, along with Chuck German again. Hey, hey. What's going on, man? How you doing?
1: Good, man. Just drove straight in from the wonderful town of Port Allen, Baton Rouge, that area, straight in, do the podcast.
0: A lot of crawfish over there, huh?
1: (laughs) About zero, but I did eat other foods very well. Yeah. Ate a lot, as I always do. There's
0: always good food in that area.
1: Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Did, did some running, did some eating, did some work at the plant. All in all, good time.
0: That's good. It'll be a nice late podcast, so I'm sure we'll have some more, you know, hysterical Ooh. laughs than we normally do.
1: Yeah, I may get a little loopy. <laughs> <laughs> I did have an energy drink and eating a bag of Bucky's candy blocks right now to stay awake, so... Always good. But, yeah. Yeah? Yeah, so, you know life's a whirlwind you know
0: it is i mean it's it's especially whirlwind for the rams right now i mean winning the (laughs) super bowl and i mean you heard it here last week episode two rams (laughs) by three mike called it that was pretty good it was a good game yeah i was really surprised it was that close
1: yeah i thought they were gonna run away with it um but i think burrow you always have a shot their offense a big play Mm -hmm. offense the Bengals defense actually played really well yeah uh DJ Reader, former Houston Texan, yep, I think had a sack and played pretty good up the middle. So I think it ended up being a good game. I think uh, OBJ getting hurt probably slowed yeah. it down, and then for some reason the Rams stopped. We just started running the ball, mm-hmm. which is not their specialty, and then until the end where they started throwing every pass to Cooper Cup <laughs> yeah. to win. Give it to that guy. Yeah, oh I my mean, gosh.
0: Yeah, Joe Burrow sprained MCL. I mean, I I think that kind of took him off his game a little bit, but he wasn't coming out. I mean, he was going to try to win it no matter what. Yeah.
1: It was a good game, and the the refs were pretty bad. I think uh, they missed some calls on both teams, uh, I think on the Bengals' touchdown. Yep. I don't know if it was inadvertent, but basically threw Ramsey down by the face mask. Mm -hmm. I think it was the first play of the second half, maybe. Yeah, I think it was, yeah. And then at the end... On every possession or every on the scoring drive, they threw a flag on every. I think one or two of them were flags, but the first one for
0: sure it was the defensive holding or whatever right up the middle. It was that was the most ridiculous call I've seen at least in that game.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. It wasn't even touching him. I mean, the second one where the second pass interference was pass interference for sure. Yeah, the first one that was a third down play. If they don't call that, which was the weakest call that was called all game and probably all playoffs yep then it's a fourth down and you don't know what what'll happen but every there's always controversy in sports but uh conj- <laughs> controversy <laughs> yeah. but so in louisiana though i did put some uh, some bets on some english premier league games this weekend
0: yeah who you got
1: I picked three upsets, you know, for the, to win big. Yeah. So I got Tottenham over Man City. Oh, that's a good pick. That was a pretty pretty um, high line. And I got Brentford over Arsenal. Brentford did beat Arsenal the first game of the year in Brentford, but this is at Arsenal. And I think I picked Newcastle and West Ham to draw.
0: You did pick them to draw, yeah. 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 So. Yeah, looking at the screenshot, you said, uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. picked them to draw it, and <laughs> yeah. Twenty dollars, you're gonna get eighty bucks out of that if they draw, and then, yeah, Brentford, you put fifteen down for a one twenty payout. That's that's yeah. pretty good, and I think I think you're, I think you're gonna spot on with Tottenham taking down Man City.
1: Well, coming, Man City did win five nil in, in midweek in the Champions League, but yeah. maybe they were a little tired from scoring so many goals. Oh sure, yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> took
0: it hard to them, yeah. Yeah.
1: So you never know, but so for for those of you guys that are listening that are fans of uh international football, you're going to love this segment, but if you're not, you probably want to turn it off right now and go do something more productive. Uh but we'll end that there. So, uh, how was your week?
0: No, it was good. Yeah, I mean, it was it was a good week. You know, Jackie's birthday was uh this week and so we managed to go out and Eat it at uh Sally Pimentia, which is a nice like uh, Argentinian steakhouse, and then Ooh. we went to see Death is on the City. Is that the, the one in City Center? Yeah, it is the one in City, yeah, right across from the uh, studio movie grill. Yeah. Yeah,
1: I've been there.
0: It's really good. Yeah, I had the had the filet, the Uruguayan filet. Mm-hmm. Unbelievable. Yeah. Worth every penny. Yeah. I had the picanha
1: there, which that is, is my favorite cut of steak. And it's usually pretty cheap compared to some of the other the other cuts. So Yeah. Well, that's good. Hey, Mike, I got a question for you. Yeah, man, can we kick it? Let's kick it. Sweet. So, we'll talk a little bit about now that it's over, but season two and a half of Mandalorian, or as <laughs> it's advertised, the book of Boba Fett, <laughs> yeah. just ended last week.
0: What'd you think? I thought it was good. I I, I thought it was a slow burn. I, I I know we talked about it in the first. Episode yeah. of this podcast, slow burn, but I, I sat down and I, I just watched it, and it got better the further that you went into it. Basically, the last three episodes. Spoiler alerts out there. we are probably getting some spoiler alerts yeah. for fans out there. But the last three episodes were amazing, and basically just became Mandalorian episodes.
1: Yeah, I think it was smart, and I'm sure this was a plan, but to merge both of the worlds. I mean, Boba Fett was mm-hmm. in you know some episodes of the Mandalorian, so. Yeah. It it was a super slow burn, but it ended up on a you know upwards arc trajectory throughout the season. I just rewatched them all recently, and the first set of episodes, the first four, grew on me. I really liked the second episode, the backstory of mm-hmm. him being kind of trained and taken in by the Tuscan Raiders, mm-hmm. uh, sand people. So that was a good. I really enjoyed that one for some reason. Yeah. I think a lot of people didn't like the first two or three, but it was a slow burn kind of build up. And then, you know, once once Mando came in...
0: Timothy Oliphant, you know, as the sheriff. Yeah. Of, of Freetown, I, I think it was, it yeah. It
1: kind of became almost a a Western. And, you yeah. know, with me, it's one of my favorite shows, 1883, yeah. which is basically a romance Western. The end of Mando felt... Western with the syndicate yep. and Timmy the elephant. I mean, he was in Deadwood, so maybe right. that's the correlation. But with him being the sheriff and kind of dressed like an old west style,
0: yeah, he's kind of he's that's kind of been his role recently. Yeah. You know, he's done this and and Mando, and then he was in Justified. I don't know if you yeah. seen Justified, Raylan. I have seen
1: it, but yeah, I've seen a few episodes. But yeah, oh so yeah, he's... him and
0: Walton Goggins, man, back Ooh. and forth in that. That's what put Walton Goggins on the map. It yeah. was unbelievable, and then. Um, Deadwood. Yeah, so he, he plays the sheriff a lot. You know, he's, he's a gunslinger. So, um, yeah, it was good. I mean, when you mix in a little bit of Grogu, um, you know, yeah. Baby Yoda, it was it was good times. And then uh, I think you're right. I think, you know, they're kind of bringing these worlds together. And then they have the Rosario Dawson series coming up, which is, uh, I, I can't remember how to pronounce it, but Ahsoka. Or, yeah. And uh, she was there with Luke at the end of this, you know, season for Boba Fett. Yeah. And then they're going to do the, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi season. So I think they're going to try to merge these in, but I really love, you know, I made a note, I love how they're bringing all these canon villains into the series with yeah, Thrawn the being mentioned in um, Mando Season 2 and then... Uh, Cad Bane. Cad Bane and then yeah. Darth Maul from, you know, was mentioned in Solo as being live. I think he's going to be the big bad in Obi-Wan Kenobi.
1: Yeah, I'm interested to see how Obi-Wan Kenobi goes. And I think there's going to be a lot of crossover between all the different books yep. uh, that they're calling you know, book of Boba Fett and then is a book of Obi-Wan Kenobi or just Obi-Wan Kenobi? Yeah, it's just Obi-Wan Kenobi, okay. yeah. So, I mean, I think that the book of Boba Fett almost makes it like, all right, we told our story. This is Boba Fett's book, but now he'll continue to pop around. Yeah. And the other stories where it fits like he did with Mando. Mm-hmm. And then here's his book. Here's a little bit of backstory. Now, you know more of the people that always wanted to know, the back even though you don't get a lot of backstory you see a yeah, yeah. kid you get to see him after the sarrac pit so you still don't get a lot of yeah a lot a lot of backstory but you get a little bit more versus zero in the star wars you know history so yeah
0: i think the only time you ever see him outside of you know the boba fett armor was when he was a kid in attack of the clones which is like Next series number two movie, right, and that was when his dad yeah. Django Fett, died. But well, that's, other than that, that was like kind of the flashback.
1: But there, yeah, there's a little flashback yeah. in whichever episode two or three, where he's in the back of the tank and he wakes up, stares out the window at uh, Django Fat leaving. So it's a good, it was good news that to me because. You said the first couple episodes, you were like, eh, "This is not gonna." And actually, I think by the time I heard the Mando came in, and I think it was episode five, that's when I caught up from I think three, four, and five yeah, to get. Yeah. Up. I was like, "Oh wow, okay." Yeah, I heard some spoilers. And, I was like, "All right, yeah. I, I got to get back on this." And yeah. then when Grogu comes in and he, you know, pulling a frog through the midair, <laughs> yeah. and I'm like, Kee-hee. "I was so excited, like giggling like a schoolgirl." <laughs> yeah. Little green, uh, Grogu's on the screen. So yep. Yeah, it was good. It was a good, uh, good fine, good finale as well as, yeah, action, and it was nice to see Cad Bane at the end of the mm-hmm. end of the.
0: Which I'm going to ask you about that.
1: So he gets shot right at the end yeah. of it. Is he dead? I don't know. I, I watched. I have to go back and watch because I did watch the post credits that someone was, I think, in the back to tank. You don't watch the post credits? Oh my gosh, I didn't know there was post credits. Oh <laughs> yeah, come on, man! a post credit, so we won't talk about that. But there, yeah, yeah. So yeah. somebody's
0: in a back to tank. It's yeah. got to be Cad Bane.
1: Probably it's either him or Timothy Oliphant, but I forgot because
0: they didn't show him like officially dead. They showed people running up to help Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I was like, okay, he's probably not dead. when then when they panned up, you know, from Cad Bane laying on the street after getting shot. He, was, he had that thing on his chest, and it was, like, beeping. And I was like, ah, yeah. oh, this dude ain't dead. Yeah. Well,
1: and the, the same thing with in Mando with uh, Moth Gideon mm, in the first. Yeah. He wasn't dead, and then they finally take him in, I guess, and he's arrested or whatever. Yep. But it was kind of the teaser, like, okay, maybe he's dead. We don't know if he's dead. And then he's alive, but then Mando takes care of
0: him. But. Yep. That'll be good to see where they take that, you know. With I think Isoka next, so yeah, we're, I'm sure they'll all come in at some point and make appearances. But it'll be interesting to see how you know Disney and you know Star Wars take it.
1: Yeah, so I, it will. So I think it, it's in good hands. So I expect to continue to be good, and especially you and McGregor, yeah, as Obi Wan. So with Ozark ending, and with you know, we just finished watching. Uh, Boba Fett. Mm-hmm. What are you looking forward? So I think I sent you during the week. There's two shows that come out on the day we release this podcast on Friday. Yep.
0: One being uh, Space Force season two <laughs> with Steve
1: Carell, which we chatted about a little bit. I after like the fifth time watching it, I liked it more than I did yeah. all the other times. Yeah. It's got Steve Carell, and some corny jokes, and John Malkovich, and we won't go into details but that may be worth a watch it's on mm-hmm. Netflix if you haven't seen it season 2 is coming out friday i'm hoping season 2 is a lot better yeah. i think it has the potential to be a million times better cuz they sure. learned from learned from some mistakes hopefully so
0: yeah yeah space force season 2 and then you send me this one that's going to be on Apple TV plus called severance what's what's that about
1: yeah so the podcast to watch with Andy Greenwald and Chris Ryan were talking about this the other day and I totally forgot. I saw a trailer for this probably four Q of last year and it's Adam Scott and it's directed by Ben Stiller. And basically the basis of the show is there's some kind of mechanism pill or something where Adam Scott takes when he leaves work and he gets home and he has no idea, completely forgets about work. Like, severance is separate Mm. work from personal Personal life. life. Yeah, yeah. So you're not thinking about work. Interesting. So I haven't seen much else about it besides the premise. I heard Adam Scott talking a little bit about it on another podcast, but that's why I'm kind of excited to see it. I'm a big Adam Scott fan. And And then, uh, oh, uh Christopher, Christopher in it Walken. Christopher yeah. Walken. Yeah. And it, yep.
0: Yeah. It's got, it looks like it has a good cast. I'll, I'll have to watch the trailer for that. But yeah, that could be a good one. Apple Plus is putting out some better shows than when they first started. So, Oh
1: well, yeah. They have, uh, I think, some Academy Award winning or nominated movie, Coda, that's on Apple TV Plus that I haven't watched yet. I don't watch a lot of movies, but I did recently watch two movies. Which were on HBO max so anybody looking for a good movie to watch Nightmare alley was good did Jackie end up finishing that
0: no no we hadn't watched it yet okay. but that's got Bradley Cooper in it right yeah
1: yeah yeah Bradley Cooper I'm trying to think of who else but it's 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 a re redo of a 1949 noir mm. film I think of the same name but it's It's really well done. He basically becomes a carny carnival act, Mm -hmm. Uh, and it's it's just a classic, classic kind of old school
0: movie. I like the noir style. Yeah, Yeah, noir. You know, crime like
1: L. A. Confidential, old movie like that. That's what it kind of reminded me of. So it's that was a good movie. I forgot about L. A. Confidential. Yeah, yeah. There's so many. I started thinking about when I watched that, and I was like, what is this? similar style I start thinking about some of the movies I watched like in the 90s and early 2000s that were the noir type mm-hmm. movies I'm like
0: hmm
1: gotta start checking some of these things out
0: yeah and then what was the other movie you said you uh, was, was Kimmy. It Kimmy yeah yeah it
1: was Zoe Kravitz and you had to remind me uh, that it was starring Zoe Kravitz, because yeah. I'm like, why does this person look like Lenny Kravitz? <laughs> yeah. The whole movie, I'm like, she looks so familiar.
0: I'm buying stock and, on her, yeah. she's She's got Kimmy, and then she's in the new Batman. Oh I'm, yeah. I'm buying her stock, yeah.
1: Yeah, she was really good. It's kind of like a cyber, cyber techno, murder, thriller, and it actually, COVID plays, it's set during COVID times in Seattle, so, mm. A lot of current event stuff going on at the time, which I thought played really well. And it's Steven Soderbergh, so it's like traffic, yeah, kind of glitchy, kind of all over the place, but it makes it nervy and exciting. So I think that's what I liked about it. It was, it was very nervy watching it. So
0: that sounds good. Yeah, I'm gonna check that out. HBO Max. Yeah.
1: Yeah. yeah. So I think Kimmy's actually going to release it at theaters. Nightmare Alley, I think, has already been
0: mm-hmm. to theaters. But I think that one, yeah. So yeah, and then I don't know about you, but I'm looking forward to uh, Winning Time coming up on HBO Max. Oh, about the, about the Laker Showtime show? Lakers, yeah, It's coming out in March. So it's going to be a series with John C. Riley and how the Lakers, you know, started up in the '70s and '80s. So. Yeah,
1: yeah, we're gonna have to figure out. So we got this week episodes four and five of Ozark, mm-hmm. and next week six and seven. Then Ozark's on a break for a couple months so yeah let's we'll figure out what
0: show we're gonna talk about yeah we'll have a break because Ozark part two of season four right which is gonna be the finale finale yeah. is gonna be uh supposedly coming back in May so in may yeah. we're gonna have a bit of a break before we come back to that yeah
1: there's plenty to watch so for there's sure plenty yeah. to talk about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I mean we named we named uh, two shows that are starting Friday we just named uh, Showtime. There's also some other seasons of mm-hmm. other television coming back. So, yep. we've got a lot to choose
0: from to yeah. talk about. Yeah. So, it'll be good. Well, we'll yeah. uh, go ahead and.
1: You want to take a break? Yeah, let's and, go ahead and
0: take a break, and uh, we'll come back and uh, talk about Ozark season four, episode uh, four and five.
1: Hey, folks. Chuck here. USA Ninja Challenge Webster will be offering a President's Day camp on February 21st from 9 a.m. to 12 p.m. Three full hours of exercise, ninja obstacle courses, games, and fun. Sign up today at www.ninjawebster.com camps before all the spots are filled up. Can't make the President's Day camp? No worries. USA Ninja Challenge Webster will have more upcoming camps for spring break and summer. We also offer weekly after-school ninja classes. Check out our website for more information. And we're back! Yeah! Thanks again for joining us. We are going to talk about episodes 4 and 5 of season 4 of Ozark. Mike, what did you think of episode
0: 4? Ace Deuce. Ace Deuce. I thought it was pretty crazy. I think, you know, know, Wendy is publicly out there talking about Ben's drug issues and I'm just like, dude, you are playing with fire, I mean, you know, using it as this emotional tool to further their movement, but that's got to come back to Biter, right? Oh, yeah.
1: That was my first thought, and I'm like, I started to think, did he really have a drug problem? Because we never heard, we knew he had the mental issues, yeah. and but they really didn't dig into
0: You only saw so much of his life, right, yeah. when he was at, at Ozark, and then when he beat up that <laughs> lawn care worker at the school, and then you're like, oh, shit, does he actually have a drug problem, and we just didn't realize it? But in reality... Yeah. We find out. But, yeah, I thought it was good. I mean, I think between that and, you know, now Sam is working at the Lazy O after getting kicked out of the casino by Wendy. Yeah. I, I swear, dude, that guy is going to get them all all burnt.
1: He may be the one that brings everybody down. Yeah.
0: I mean, he's the biggest idiot. He's, you know, shooting off his mouth and stuff like that. But um, he's was the manager of the Lickety Split. <laughs> Splits. <laughs> Greatest strip club name ever.
1: Lickety Splits.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, he was the manager at Lady Splits, and then he was helping him out with their with their money, you know, laundering at the casino, and yeah. they would pay him back, right? Yeah. And and now he's working at the Lazy O for Ruth, who's you know clearly hey, running money through there.
1: Yeah, and a part jumping ahead a bit, uh, Ruth was saying, or they were saying, find someone dumb enough to not know what's going on. They may have found someone so dumb he's going to screw everything up, and I think that's kind of foreshadowing that's going to
0: happen. Yeah, I think that's our guy. But yeah, I think it's there's a lot going on. I think in this episode with Javier getting more and more agitated with you know the shipments getting busted by the FBI, and um, and then you got Ruth hanging out with this chef guy from Chicago, right? Kenny, I think is his name. Yeah. Well, even
1: going back to the hobby before the hobby yeah I, I watch and i'm watching them i see charlotte and jonah pulling to school like oh they're going back to school now because <laughs> i keep thinking they're ozark year round so initially like okay oh, this summer they don't go to school but i'm thinking when do they go to school well at least when does jonah go to school and then it was well charlotte's like oh i gotta go help mom at the casino but <laughs> yeah. have fun at school jonah <laughs> and it's like, well, I got to launder money later.
0: Yeah, they both got jobs they got to work on. It just seems like that's you know <laughs> eclipsing school by a lot. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, especially Jonah's richer than most people, especially at fourteen, with with all his uh, all his money laundering and money making experience through different avenues. So
0: better than Marty ever was, right? He figured Ooh, out all of yeah. his dad's kinks, and you know he's he's figured out the weaknesses and now he's perfected it so yeah he's he's probably going to be making more money than anybody but yeah
1: yeah going back to Javi I think the Javi and Marty buddy comedy that happens in this episode (laughs) on the van ride and Javi you know is complaining about the three shipments that sees Mm -hmm. and that he's suspecting there's a mole in the FBI and (laughs) it's just funny to, to see him annoyed Meeting with the, I think his name is Connor. We find out in one, in either four or five, where he's inspecting the the opium, and Javi's getting real annoyed, and Marty. <laughs> Marty and Connor don't do anything, and Javi has to move the boxes between <laughs> yeah. between the vans. Yeah. Like they're like, yeah, you do it. Yeah, yeah, he's
0: like, yeah, Connor, yeah, he's the uh, he's the muscle, right, for yeah. Shaw, the the Marine. They keep calling him, you know, the Marine. The Marine. I think the but... Marine and the cop and the yeah. <laughs> and the girl. Yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> so, but going back, I think we talked about this last week. I mean, who knew? At least in the show, Springfield, Missouri, and the Missouri is the opioid manufacturing capital of the U.S. Right? Yeah, <laughs> it's like, oh, here we're just all the opium coming through here. But, yeah. but yeah, it was. It's interesting to see Javi and Marty. Mm-hmm. They're both kind of stuck with each other as we, with the situation that's going on. Navarro really can't. Do anything with Javi yet, Marty? I mean, they're trying secretly. They're feeding the FBI information behind the back to screw up what Javi's trying to do. But Javi's starting to 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 see that it who could be behind it. So
0: yeah, I think it's interesting with Javi now being around all the time. You know, when Helen was around she was always bothering Wendy with stuff. Oh, yeah. And now Marty has Javi breathing down his neck all the time.
1: And Wendy's unfettered to go galventing around, (laughs) opening up rehab centers and meeting with politicians. And So, yeah, Marty's the one that's kind of tied down now Mm -hmm. with, uh, with Javi, where Wendy was with Helen. Yep. That was a good call. I didn't even think about that watching it. And then going back, we had the famous chef Carrie Stone coming by to pick up Ruthie to go hang out and do some bit of gambling and some drugs and,
0: and OD and
1: yeah, yeah, that goes South pretty quick. It, I mean, they don't really go into the romantic side, but you can tell before the OD, this Ruth was getting caught up in the kind of bad not bad boy, but the the guy with the problems. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Ben with his mental problems, and Carrie with the drug problems. But mm-hmm. these exciting, wild kind of guys, she's falling back into the same pattern. I think that was kind of an overarching theme of this episode. Where and once Carrie, after he ODs, he comes back and he's like, "I'm I'm gone, sorry." Yeah, because he's. Seeing himself falling in these repeating patterns of, you know, he got out of the, he called it the trailer park, or he, he got out of the shitty Midwest. Yeah, small and,
0: town living, and, and now was a big chef in Chicago and in his own restaurant. Yeah. yeah,
1: and now he's coming back and doing drugs and hanging out riverboat casinos, <laughs> and he, thankfully, Ruthie saves his life for him, and... Ruthie doesn't, now doesn't have anything to show for it. hmm But I think Ruth then realizes, how can I get out of where I'm at, the situation? Which yeah. I still, I think one one realistic and good thing that with the show is even with the birds and with with Ruth, you know, Ruth drives an average car living in the trailer park. Mm-hmm. Marty and Wendy just drive around that one van. Since <laughs> he's got first... that
0: blue four door Oldsmobile, he's oh, yeah. driving around. Yeah.
1: So they're, you know, when you watch Goodfellas, you watch all the mob movies. People start getting in trouble by buying a bunch of stupid crap and flaunting out the money that they can't prove how they <laughs> got. So I could just
0: hear De Niro. What did I tell you? Don't buy anything. <laughs> don't buy anything big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a big Cadillac. What do you want me to Catholic. do? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's, it's in my it's in my mother-in-law's name. I don't know what the problem is. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I think, you know, he ODs and she uses the Narcan, and uh, they shouldn't have been partying there in the first place. I mean, yeah, you, they call Marty and Wendy and they let him through. I mean, that's just asking for trouble, but...
1: Now, you're in Ozark, and I think now we're... I, even though Jonah's in school, it looked pretty warm. Don't you think... I mean, wouldn't they just rent a some pontoon boats and party out on the water? That's I don't know. Maybe he likes gambling, but it just seems odd that they're going. To, hey, let's go where you used to work.
0: Yeah, and there's another casino upriver. Yeah, yeah, you know, compete, and which I don't know if it's nicer or not, but yeah, what you're on the Ozarks, right? And it seems like the weather's decent. A lot of season you know two and three was you know people on boats and yeah. having a good time and it's the summertime boat church yeah. And yeah boat church and and, and i was
1: <laughs> like i want to go to boat church yeah.
0: you know and that's where they were you know offloading all the drugs and stuff yeah and uh yeah it was just strange that they chose to go to the to the to the bell when there's many other options in the ozark but yeah
1: and it, and then you also have a, after the whole situation there ruth Ruth goes, and this was, I think this was a good two episodes to group together to talk about because it kind of highlights some of Darlene's, Darlene's actions that kind of tie together in these two episodes. But when Ruth goes to tell Darlene and Wyatt what happened about the overdose, but that she... You know, hid the heroin so no one knows they were involved. And the driver, biggest the driver, idiot of the show yeah, by far. There's no a. The driver would have just dropped her off and took off, yeah. Because, or not even taken her because he's gonna want to get the furthest away. You're dealing yeah. with these big heroin dealers. You go there and you're like, hey, I'm I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> yeah if you take care of me you know what i mean and and as soon as I, as soon as he said that um I, you knew what was coming and all of a sudden Darlene just blows blows him away no hesitation no. yeah
0: yeah and, you know he's he's you know, I'm, I'm 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 quiet yeah for a price for a, and yeah. it's like oh dude why yeah. did you have to add the second half to that sentence yeah yeah dumbest
1: move in the show by far
0: yeah Darlene just smokes him right there in front in front of ruth and wyatt with a shotgun, and just levels him, and then she just walks off.
1: Yeah, Wyatt. She's like, "I'm going back to bed." Wyatt. Yeah, you you kids, clean this up. <laughs> Grab the lie. Yeah. Smart move, though. Oh yeah, cover the smell. Mm-hmm. You know, all this. Wyatt not handling it so well. No, I don't. Ruth a little more, a little more used to this kind of activity. Yep. Why? Why did they dig the hole like five feet deep? I can't it's like the holes up to their chest, yeah, yeah um, I'm thinking, and it's really wide, it's very odd, maybe because I watch too many murder movies and TV shows, but it seemed like a shallow grave would have worked, like yeah, maybe. Not we know not it's so not deep. the first
0: body body buried yeah. out at this I wonder, ranch. So. I kept
1: thinking they were going to hit another body. So that would have been hilarious. <laughs>
0: like, oh, pick a new spot. Oh, this was
1: <laughs> someone else's driver who showed yeah. up at one point, you know? Because yeah. she's like, bodies hide better in what long whatever field. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. That poor pastor's wife who they took the baby oh, from. Yeah. That. Oh, God, but too that, soon. Yeah, too soon. Yeah, but you know, that was the funny thing is that they were out there. You know, they they loaded the body up on like this four by four gator yeah right and then they grabbed a couple of shovels and went out there sorry how big is this ranch you tell telling me you don't have a backhoe just parked yeah. somewhere around you can't all right ruth you you get the body you put it in the in the four by four and i'm gonna go grab the backhoe from from the barn yeah and i'll meet you over there we'll dig this thing in about. you're already 10 driving
1: minutes. this loud-ass gator around <laughs> yeah. it's like is like, <laughs> yeah. that stick shift because it sounds like he's dri- having trouble driving it <laughs> yeah. But he is a little emotional because he's not used to seeing people shot point blank like that by his girlfriend. Yeah. And then just walking back inside. It's like, yeah, we're
0: all right. Y'all clean it up. Yeah. You know, he knows who Darlene is. Yeah. And he's heard, I've got to imagine he's heard rumors. He's never seen her done anything no. in person, but come on. Jacob Snell. I mean, he yeah, died. Yes and no. Mysteriously. You can't see the air quotes I'm using here, but you got to know she's she's gonna handle things on her own I mean that's how she's made it this long
1: why why it's an interesting character because he kind of just buries his head in the stand he's kind of he's, he's a, kind of along for the ride
0: he's a bit of a romantic you know he likes yeah. reading his novels and yeah he you know,
1: re- yeah I can I get go when he goes back and he's sitting there reading a book I'm like where's the TV in the house and <laughs> yeah. you know and he's just reading and I think that's beautiful because said that we, we're, talk, we're doing a whole podcast about TV. Right. We're not doing one about books. Yeah. That's for other people who are yeah. smarter than us. <laughs> yeah. But it's it's very, you said he's romantic, he's a smart kid. And I just remember, and we'll get to this later on in, in the recap of five, but even when him and Charlotte were kind of hanging out in, in one of the earlier seasons, they're generally like too smart, too engaging, kind of romantic type going to say kids, high school age kids, and why it's kind of been manipulated by Darlene because of his romantic. You know, he's he's oh, I taking care of a family because he didn't really have his family was dysfunctional, so he knows dysfunction. But he's thinking in his eyes, Darlene and this baby is a family, even though it's super duper dysfunctional.
0: The chaos, you know, is comfort. Yeah.
1: Ooh, I like that. Yeah.
0: Put that on a T-shirt. <laughs> yeah. Did you make that up? <laughs> I think I did. That might be the title of this episode.
1: Oh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you got so many titles to choose from. That's right. And then, um, you know, lot of this episode you see Marty and and Wendy quipping back and forth? Marty definitely is not on board with the using Ben as a tool to sell the sob story for their foundation, the Mm -hmm. rehab centers. And Wendy basically just snaps back and it's like, it's good PR. She has no... Another kind of theme I pick up... I mean, throughout the whole series, but even these two. Wendy has no soul. Oh, yeah, no. She is just an empty vessel as far as... She shows a lot of emotions on her face. And even through these episodes in the season, her face reflects a lot of emotions, but... Inwardly there's nothing there's... she
0: she gives herself self about like ten seconds to feel yeah and then she she trashes it yeah Done. and yeah. it's it's on to the next yeah she's she's cold she's ruthless I think she's dead inside yeah yeah and she's doing all she can to survive
1: yeah and I don't think I mean she may have been that way in the beginning of the show we just didn't know it because Marty you know Marty seemingly dragged her into this world but she's made for this world more than Marty is. Totally agree.
0: And I think that's kind of evident in, you know, the next couple of scenes that we see as Mel, you know, goes to Carolina and catches up with her dad. And then there's some catch up moments about Wendy growing up. And, you know, he obviously told Mel, you know, when his dad told Mel, the private investigator, that Ben didn't really have a drug problem. And he came to see him you know, yeah. every Sunday and watched Panthers games with him. And, and there just seemed to be some animosity in, coming from the windy side in that relationship, from her dad. And I just think she was a bit of a hellion, maybe. Yeah. And just kind of thumbed her nose at her family and just went off with Marty. I don't know.
1: When you see, as they're panning through the dad's house, pictures of Ben yeah. everywhere, nothing with windy. I'm wondering if they'll ever get to, like, a better... I don't think... I mean, there's probably not enough time, but mm-hmm. what happened in that family dynamic? I can't remember if the mom was around or just the dad because it just has the dad with sitting with Mel. But there's obviously some point of contention mm-hmm. where it's super proud of Ben and Wendy's not even in the thought. Yeah, and I think that was was a good. But anyway, everybody going back to Mel, Mel mm. prominent fixture in these two episodes everybody opens up to mel well even when they're not but the dad i don't know what the dad has to gain to talk talking to mel even because he's not looking for ben he's looking for helen yeah but well, that's the guys that's happening. We mm-hmm. still don't know. Yeah, we don't know. His, we we yeah. we've theorized that he could be working with with Javi. He could be working with rival cartel. Right. He could be working with CIA, FBI, DEA. Mm-hmm. We don't know, or at least I don't know through episodes uh, four and five. But that's all gonna play out. But we did see that he was a di- disgraced former detective. We learned in the ne- next episode, but. Everybody seems to open up to him and I just don't see why, but we'll talk more about Mel in episode five, which could be called the Mel Saddam episode as yeah. well. Because yeah.
0: It's just, it's it's just a can of worms. I think by Wendy talking about it at this press conference and, you know, you've opened this whole situation that, you know, Ben is dead yeah. and you use emotion and all of these things to gain sympathy and support and now people actually start looking into it, it's a house of cards. And it's just gonna lead to more problems, I think. But from there I think, you know, to jump back into the Javi situation, a lot of targeted FBI movement toward the trucks, right? Yeah. And that's kind of the close of this episode a little bit is uh he uh he finally gets uh, you know, he's he's requested some uh body cam footage of the raids and he finally yeah. gets it and he sees agent Miller in it.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's, and that goes back to what I was talking about last week was, and why, why did she go to the raid? Yeah. And you like, she's on maternity leave. Yeah. It, and, and I didn't even think about the consequence of the time that he would have video of the raids. I was more thinking, why would she put herself, mm-hmm, in that situation where, well, yeah, now that I think about it, that she could be identified because the cartel knows who she is. Yeah. It's quite easy, and you see from the raid, she's like the only female agent mm-hmm. there, and they were identifier. So now, I mean, now Javi knows pretty much, or I assume he knows what's going on. Marty's like, oh, no, I mean, they, they, you know, she's an the FBI. They're just... uh. He's struggling a little bit.
0: He knows there's a leak. Yeah. Right? Because the, the agent that's supposed to be in Marty's pocket just out somehow happens to be at all of these raids. Right. So he's he's starting to he's starting to become self aware that there's some stuff going on that he doesn't know.
1: I think in reality, they in real life, Javi would already know that it's Marty. Oh yeah. Because that's the only tie in with the FBI agent. Yeah. Now could Javi actually do anything because he know if he moved against the birds, like say off Marty and screwed up the laundering and the deals, then then um, Navarro would just have him executed there for that, right? Yeah. I mean, so I think at this point, even if he knows It's Marty, he really can't do anything about it. Yeah.
0: It's not the means to the end that he he's looking for, right? It it would upset, you know, the entire, you know, table, not just he's looking for the next hand to win. He doesn't want to flip the whole table. I think going after Marty, knowing he's the rat, would just screw it all up.
1: But But it also could lead to Javi looking to splinter off with in this is maybe a wild theory, but now that they try, that they basically Javi. Uh, well, the, I mean, it could lead to, a Javi working with, with the with Darlene and, and Jonah and Ruth and Wyatt, mm-hmm. as then becoming rival kind of factions with Navarro and the birds. So, yep. I mean, there's a lot of ways this can go. It'll be interesting to see how it pans out. Um I think. So, I mean, the sheriff's also poking around in this episode, the new sheriff. Yeah. She goes and sees uh, Ruth, asking, you know, more about the the overdose incident yeah, the and why she was there. Yeah. And,
0: How'd you know it was heroin? Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
1: How'd you know what to do? And then when the sheriff was visiting with Marty and Wendy, and Marty's protecting her, and Wendy's like, I don't know, maybe, I mean, she's she she's like throwing... Ruth under the bus and it's it's interesting to see I mean, we know Wendy doesn't like Ruth and Marty likes Ruth, but yep. there's so many things splintering that marriage. Oh, um yeah. I mean it's even even the conversations in these two episodes of the house that <laughs> they're just it's talking like business partners yeah. only. So
0: have you ever heard of a unified unified yeah. <laughs> front? <laughs> yeah. We'll talk about that in the next episode, but yeah. Ultimately with Javi becoming super alert of a a mole or a leak right within the fbi and their operation he shuts down the heroin cells right the the heroin movement to to shaw pharmaceuticals uh, until he can figure out where the leak is coming from yeah it just it just that flips the table for marty because now he's he's not going to be able to move the heroin to shaw and that leads to them you know putting the the foundation's money at risk for them to be able to buy their political capital yeah which ultimately helps out omar
1: yeah Oh, and I think that leads us, you know, to Marty going to visit. Marty is always quick on his feet. He has to come up with a solution for the Shaw. And, you know, he goes to see Ruth at the trailer. And it leads to a really good... And as soon as Javi cuts out the supply, I wrote a note. Is Marty going to go to Ruth? for? I mean, it's a logical maybe mm-hmm. because she's the only other supplier on short notice yeah right so it, i thought it was a great scene with them at the trailer and led to some of, Root, some of my favorite quotes probably not this um, the most cooth for to say on air but she basically says god's a mother effer mm-hmm. because made her just smart enough to get by but it's not not smart of (laughs) smart enough to haul her ass out of it or something like that yeah yeah so and she is smart she's as marty calls her was a clever Mm -hmm. and she's like you thought i was trash he's like i thought you were clever and basically convinced to give her a job and she's super clever she's super smart she's super street smart yeah and that's what i think the dynamic here is you have three Smart and powerful women, mm. Darlene, Wendy, and Ruth. Completely different personalities but and different levels of level-headedness. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Which I don't know if any of Ruth may be the most... Ruth's the most level-headed of them, of them all. But they're all clever. They're all smart. And it's fun to see to see them three against each other
0: all pitted against each other just yeah. trying to survive you know as much as ruth you know is working with darlene how much is she really right because she yeah ruth is sold always some heroin to, to you know the chef and yeah. and she was like ah oh, darlene will cool down when she sees the cash that i made off of that and she did which kind of leads yeah. into you know the next segment where uh she's gonna you know marty goes to her to help you know to buy their heroin yeah oh well Darlene would be cool about it when she sees the money I make off of this deal, right? She's kind of going behind her back. She's kind of a rogue, right? She yeah, wants to sure do things do. her own way. Kind of wants yeah. her own autonomy. And I think I think Darlene and, and Ruth and Wendy all want this autonomy and independence and, and, yeah. and power. Yeah. And they, they're fighting with each other for it within yeah. this small vacuum of the yeah. Ozarks.
1: Yeah, that's a great point. And instead of combining their efforts to be... They could become a superpower for sure with all three of them. They're all gonna cancel each other out because yeah. there's a small vacuum of power and they're all trying to gun for the top spot. Uh, at the end of the show, you know, Marty wants to buy the product. Thought it was interesting that they're sitting there and you see Ben, the goat, uh, you know, like. <laughs> yeah. And and it's almost like, what is Ben? what would Ben think of this? You know, so it was going through my head. But then it cuts right to uh, a 21 Savage song at the very end. And I'm like, I was like, I know that voice. But they really don't cut to, it reminded me of almost every Silicon Valley episode, it cuts to a a rap song. And it just, Ozark hasn't done that really. And it just cut to 21 Savage. And I'm like. Like I think it was a great choice for that because it was such a not really a shock change but it was kind of we're going back to Ruth and Ruth is going to sell yeah the heroin
0: change of pace yeah and it's
1: just a change of pace so yeah I think it was a good episode and I think man this season's been super it's just just crazy it's really it's hitting on all marks mm-hmm
0: and it's it, it's definitely headed toward this conclusion of part one that I think is going to be great.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to get through the it, last few episodes. And it's just
0: barreling toward it. There's yeah. no slowing down, and yeah. you just start to see dominoes fall left and right. And I, I can't wait to see how it ends. But
1: yeah, it's a it's a Japanese speed passenger train versus <laughs> yeah. a a, lo, a freight locomotive moving at like ten miles an hour. I mean, it's barreling forward. Uh, one other last comment before we move so yeah so yeah. Marty didn't wear a robe this episode.
0: Oh, that's true. Yeah. I so. didn't notice that, and I had to think back to it when, until you mentioned it. He didn't.
1: Now I keep every episode I see him <laughs> in the house. I'm like, is he wearing a robe? Is he wearing his blue, navy blue robe? <laughs> right. Nope. Has
0: so. he he's got a cup of coffee? Is he walking around? Oh, <laughs> nope. He's not wearing a robe then.
1: Yeah. All right. So that's episode four. Episode five.
0: Yeah, episode five uh, titled Ellie.
1: Yeah, we can call it. Which we find out Ellie was law enforcement. You know, Ellie, short Mm -hmm. for law enforcement. Yep. The title of the episode is E-L-L-I-E, which is, which I'm like, okay, who's Ellie going to be? Yeah, right. then you find out. So I thought it was pretty clever. This is the Mel, I'm calling it the Mel, the Sodom episode. For sure. He's making, we get a little backstory uh, with Mel and... You know, we find out during this episode that he is a disgraced former detective, had a big coke problem, which I don't know if it's good that he's in the Ozarks with uh, maybe he didn't touch uh, heroin, but um, he seems to be behaving himself as far as that piece. But it kind of explains that his persistence, it seems like he was a good, a really good mm-hmm. uh, detective. And just the drugs got the best of him. Now he's in the
0: a private eye, but yeah, we we kind of find out with the starting of this episode, right? He's <laughs> snorting coke in the in yeah. the evidence room at his station, while on the phone with his uh, sponsor. his sponsor. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I was like, oh, geez. And yeah. it kind of made me realize nobody is coming out of this show clean. No, everybody in this show is dirty. Whether it's Agent Miller with taking yeah. Marty's info, or you know the birds, you know laundered money. Nobody's coming out of this show clean at all.
1: Is Navarro the cleanest one?
0: I think he may come out the cleanest one.
1: Yeah, (laughs) he may come out on the other end in the best situation. Yep, but he's almost like he's the boss behind the scenes, while everybody's doing the dirty, yep, the dirty stuff. And but I mean, overall, he's responsible, right? But everybody's got their hands dirty. Um, Yeah, and
0: so does Shaw, right? Who oh, yeah. wants to make her company uh, you know better publicly and her brother drove it into the ground and she's just meanwhile, as bad as everybody else. Yeah, it's all about the bottom dollar, and if she can save money by using some, you know, off market heroin and quote unquote give money to rehabs, then yeah. yeah, she's just as dirty as the rest of them.
1: Yeah, so we we see we see a lot of interactions too with the um... Darlene and Frank Jr. in this episode.
0: I'm so it, glad he's back in this season. Yes. After getting his dick shot <laughs> off yeah. by Darlene. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so that's, I mean, pretty much at the beginning kind of the episode, you know, we have Ruth selling to Marty, mm-hmm. all the heroin. Then we have Darlene going to see Frank Jr. Basically in her funny way, apologizing for shooting his dick <laughs> yeah, off last season. Yeah. And now they kind of have a gross, funny, uh, uh, tat tat, rat a tat, whatever that you call it, tete-- tat yeah. going on where they're like flirty. Yeah. Not flirty, but like, I'm like, why is, why is this a comedy show? Like <laughs> between them two, they're yeah. it, it's, but it's, it's interesting. It's good. She's kind of, She's got a good way with the younger people, with young men, like younger men. She couldn't convince uh, Frank, the dad, to Mm -hmm. distribute, but she's like, your dad's cutting you out of everything. I've got this opportunity. Let's make a name for yourself on your own. And so now you have one batch of heroin being sold to two different
0: people. Well, before we move on from that, I love when she's, she's very charming, right? Yeah. Ruth, Darlene, and Wendy are all very charming. And yeah. they, they manage to talk their way, talk people into doing what they want, right? But yeah. I, I love the, the the back and forth between Darlene and Frank Jr. And, and she apologized for, you know, removing his manhood with her shotgun. But mm-hmm. I love that she said, uh, you know, I went to the pharmacy, you know, store to buy a card to say sorry for shooting your dick off. But doesn't exist <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's
1: what i mean like yeah. the, i'm glad you wrote that down because i was trying to think of that and i'm like it and then it goes to you know when later on they find out that darwin sold to frank jr ruth goes like you shot his fucking dick off darlene yeah. and i'm like she's just Darlene doesn't care. No, she has. I mean, but that's the same thing. The only one I think that has some sort of conscience is Ruth. Out of For the sure. three, yeah. Darlene, Wendy, they make a decision based on the data in front of them. Mm-hmm. And Ruth, uh, uh, I think Darlene does a lot of more emotional stuff, but she's also smart in that regard. So, yep. It was just. It was just so. Just the Darwin stuff in the, at least the beginning episode. Yep. And when you have, and kind of another theme of this one is, you mentioned just a, a little bit ago, but unified front, because we have Marty and Wendy not putting on a unified front, their whole big thing at the dinner table. Wendy's blaming Jonah about the signs. Mm-hmm. He's like, "It's not me, it's Darlene." Marty asking about the SAT. Charlotte saying, "Oh, I walked out. Yeah, I'm not going to college." And like, <laughs> she was like, "Screw this!" Yeah, and just ripped up the test and yeah. walked out. It, yeah, and it's like, yeah, maybe the drug game will last forever because usually people retire from it. So, right. yeah. uh, even Javi went to Loyola. Yeah,
0: yeah, <laughs> business school. Yeah. Lu,
1: Lu, baby. <laughs> So the unified front is a big topic with the birds. And then you see there's no unified front with Ruth or Darlene Mm -hmm. in the whole Schnell operation. So that's costly whenever business partners or real life partners aren't on the same page. And it leads to a lot of issues, which we see, you know, go on in this episode. So, um, I think to, so, going back to to Mel a little bit here again. You know, he's poking around with everybody. And he's asking for signatures again. It Doesn't matter. He doesn't care. He wants the signature. But I can't... I'm trying to remember who he's talking to. It may have been Wendy and Marty. But he's... Kind of walking through what he thinks what happened with yeah Ben and Helen. Mm-hmm. Do you remember who he was talking to? He was ta- he
0: was talking to Wendy and Marty. Yeah, uh, and
1: yeah. But he, for being a good detective, he's he's kind of way off. Yeah. On, I mean, maybe not way off, yeah. but he thinks what that Ben killed Helen and he's in hiding and they're hiding.
0: I think he's uh, putting together a scenario with the inf- with the evidence he has at hand. Yeah. I don't know that he knows right. For what they've shown us, yeah. that he knows that they all work for a cartel. I, I can't remember that they've pointed out that he knows that to a degree. I
1: don't think he does well, at least they haven't shown that he does.
0: Yeah. They know that he knows that they're not up to any good. Yeah. But after seeing the photo of, of Jonah, you know, coming into Helen's house with a shotgun, and then Helen is the one who got Ben locked up after his mental breakdown. Yeah. And he's just putting all the pieces together. It is pretty way off for what actually happened but yeah. I think he's he's using what he's got and that's probably what made him a good detective but yeah I mean the coke has probably thrown him off a little bit but um <laughs>
1: well you can only do so much with what information you have at hand so true. he's theorizing I guess for the information that he's seen he's drawn a pretty good conclusion and now he knows that Ben was tied in to the Helen situation and they're both missing so I think it's a good In retrospect, it's a good guess on his part for the Mm -hmm. moment. Yeah. With the information that he has. But I think he's... As we see, people are so willing to talk, even when they're not willing to talk. Mm -hmm. And it comes out later, even with people talking with Darlene. But Mel's going to eventually figure more out as we go. I mean, we see that he's relentless. He's everywhere in this episode. He's... Figured out now, Jonah. He's following Jonah around towards the end of the episode.
0: One, one thing that I, I love, classic Jason Bateman, when Mel is at the house and he's like, all right, have a good day. And he leaves the card and he closes the door and he's like, I hate him so much. Yeah. <laughs> just classic Bateman, just well, so and even subtle. That,
1: he's like, uh, no, thanks. I already got one. Yeah. <laughs> you know? and he's like, I'll just leave it right here. And he's like, I hate the guy so much. But it's very, <laughs> just his mannerisms are. Yeah. Are uh, the same. It's very classic. Um, yeah. We have the whole, you know, the the whole situation where we kind of resolve the the heroin issue, where Marty goes, Marty goes to Ruth and offers everybody hundred thousand dollars apiece to buy or hundred thousand dollars more. To buy back from Frank Jr and then uh Ruth a hundred thousand dollars which to...
0: she said and a hundred grand for me yeah and I thought anybody else Omar Javi Darlene Ruth would be dead oh yeah <laughs> and a hundred grand for me who the hell do you think you are <laughs> I think she would have been off I th- other than yeah. Marty she'd have been dead for, for just suggesting that yeah because she's what? the one that screwed up
1: Marty's kind of the mediator in every situation as mm-hmm. well, and I think that's where Marty can talk to Navarro and keep him kind of a little more level headed yeah but yeah if, if if Ruth and people below were talking to Navarro, he would just whack him, you know, oh
0: yeah, no hesitation
1: it was it was good to see I loved the scene where they're getting the. The stuff back from frank jr and they just have the two box trucks block i wrote the, the same yeah. thing down it's yeah. just so efficient <laughs> yeah. they pull up the the two box trucks block it they switch it money boom out and then the uh, I, I wrote that exact same thing i was like oh man <laughs> I don't know. It was just really.
0: It was funny how they set that whole That they're at the track, and then yeah. you know, the two trucks back up, and then you know, they're blocking each side with you know a couple of box yeah. fans, and, all. I was and like, you don't know is... where
1: they're at, and then all of a sudden yeah. they're like as a race track behind. <laughs> There's people racing yeah. and
0: stuff in the background. Yeah, yeah, it was hilarious. I I wrote that down too.
1: And then we see the the one group of guys with the other half. They think it's uh, set up. They hightail it out, which leads Ruth to. I'm like I'm gonna track this down, because I want my hundred grand. And they go, they go out to the farm, and the guy's playing Xbox or something.
0: Yeah, that and whole scene was just yeah weird for me. But it was super
1: weird. I I think almost think, I think it was more effect just to sh- you know, looking at it, it was more. In effect, to show that Ruth is daring, ballsy, in charge. Yeah, she, she wanted
0: to to negotiate and not have the Marine go in or, or Marty cause, go in, right? Because
1: in, in reality, if Navarro knew what was going on, the Marine would go in there and just, just start sniping. And then she walked out with the money and the drugs, yep. you know? yep. So that's what it kind of from my standpoint it would have made more sense for the marine just to go in there low key and but but then again I think the reasoning behind it was good also with with Ruth because Marty says this is her people and exactly. she knows exactly what's going to happen. Yeah.
0: It, it it just hit me while we were talking about, you know, everybody can manipulate you know, the people that they're most familiar with and Darlene can manipulate Wyatt and Ruth and Marty is able to manipulate Darlene and all these things, right. To get them to do what they want. And Ruth can just manage to manipulate basically this different level of drug dealer that we haven't seen in the show. Yeah. Right. The the cartel and the, and the Snells and all of this stuff. And then you've got these dipshits playing. uh, Yeah. Yeah. And they're, they're playing Xbox and all of the, as opposed to Wyatt's back home reading. And yeah. there's not even a TV, so it's like, okay, Ruth can handle these dipshits, then it'll yeah. be okay. But, you know, she somehow manages to talk him into giving up the money, right? As we see, you know, yeah. she comes back down the hill after Marty, you know, tr- stops the Marine from going <laughs> in and just one shot, one kill, killing them all.
1: Yeah. Um, the funny part where Marty takes his gun and then he's like... <laughs> he like
0: gets pistol whipped with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs>
1: You knew that was going to happen. The Marine was like, all right, dude, before you mess around and accidentally shoot somebody. <laughs>
0: yeah. Which, first time we've ever seen Marty handle a gun in the yep. show? Yeah. Yep. So, you know, very inexperienced. But then, Ruth, you don't see the actual negotiation. And I, I had to write it down because did Ruth actually manage to negotiate with these dipshits? Because that's what I call them. Or did she just kill them all? <laughs> yeah. You know, you, you don't see the ultimate conclusion of that, but she that's manages true. to come on yeah, down the hill. Yeah, know what- so I was like, "Oh, maybe she just realized I got to get this done. They're not working with me." But did,
1: I don't think she could have killed them all though, because yeah, they all had guns except yeah. for the tweaked out the
0: <laughs> the leader
1: the, the the leader that's tweaking out and playing <laughs> yeah. PlayStation, Xbox, you know, and yep. freaking out. So they seem a little paranoid. They're probably high on their own supply, so for sure. Um, this was a long day for Ruth. It was. She gets home, long day, trying to get heroin back, gets the trailer, and guess who shows up? Our good buddy Mel Saddam. That guy. And it's interesting to see, everybody just lets people in their house. Yeah. Let's in their house, and they're sitting there like, he wants a cookie, and you're seeing... It just know, it's Ben. The goat is Ben. Like, yeah.
0: Most people have cookie jars yeah. that have cookies. Well, I fucking don't. Yeah. <laughs> I love her accent. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's... Um yeah, Mel's there and you know, he she re- reiterates that Ben didn't have a drug problem. Yeah. And just further pushes Mel along this, you know, conspiracy that something still isn't right with what happened to Ben.
1: Yeah, I think that helps um kind of keep Mel energized in this. Yeah, he asked Ruth for a signature. I still would like to see some conclusion of what that's about. <laughs> yeah. Um
0: I got a good feeling if that guy's not working for somebody else, he's going to wind up dead. Mel.
1: Yeah. yeah. I just need
0: a signature. If he's
1: just a PI, if yeah. he truly is a PI investigating for Helen's ex-husband, then he'll be dead at some
0: point. Oh, yeah. He's going to wind up talking to Javi or Navarro somehow, and he's just, I just think he's going to wind up dead, but.
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Conspiracies. He could be the one to wind up cracking this whole case, but anyways.
1: um, It's just such a wild card at the moment. Yeah.
0: And then we we kind of bypassed it a little bit, but, you know, Wendy got approached by this Senator Schaefer that they're trying to buy with the committee, you know, to have him on the board of this foundation, and. He requested to have some wiretaps looked into because his son invested in his son's tech company. And now there could be a, what he first discussed was a, a fraud case. I can't remember. Embezzlement, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah. was, was the deal.
1: Stocked insider trading. That's it. Yeah.
0: And so they, you know, Marty gets the, you know, Records from the FBI through Agent Miller and does all yeah. the investigating and then they pass it off to Schaefer. And then that's when, to further my point about nobody's clean in this, yeah. it's clear that Schaefer was really after all along like a whistleblower. And one of the guy, like, taken out of the equation.
1: Yeah, basically 187, the whistleblower, because the technology was voting machines.
0: <laughs> yeah. I'm sitting there
1: going, yeah. wow. Yeah. And... I mean in theory you can see this happening in our society right. today with technology with with all the uh controversy mm-hmm. in different elections but yeah it was interesting cuz it was just all this fraud insider trading what buy stock in this son grandson's company and then all of a sudden it comes to the real crux and it's it's pretty Pretty big,
0: yeah. It was. It, I think it was an interesting topic to bring up at the moment that it was, you know, yeah. voting machine, you know, proprietary voting technology software, and then
1: it, the the guy though, Jim, the business partner, said something. Now, uh, and I was trying to write. And it said, "With the with, since he controls the voting software, mm-hmm. it." I think Jim says it ain't gonna go the way you want or yeah. it ain't gonna go your way. And even with cuz that's the thing, they could even with with everything that she's trying to pull in this strings, it may they may be able to get Schaefer, but they could set up for these other people mm-hmm. too. So it's kind of then becomes out of their a little bit out of their control. Yep. Uh we also kind of glanced over this, but this is a huge Huge, huge thing that's coming up, but... And this is going to definitely lead over the next couple episodes. Jonah tells Darlene about the sheriff. Which is a huge, huge thing to go against your family. Yeah. And you just expose... Even how mad you are at them and whatever... You just exposed. Even he exposed himself.
0: C- come on, Fredo. Yeah, you're gonna rat out the yeah. family here. Never yeah.
1: go against. Never go against the family. <laughs> yeah, like yeah. you don't go against the family. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, you, obviously Jonah did. Yeah, he did. You know, but,
0: he, he told Darlene. I, I don't know what they did with Nick's, but I know they got rid of his body and used yeah. the crematorium.
1: Yeah. Now, mm, that, and I was thinking that she. Could Darwin tell the sheriff and they could they go into the crematorium and maybe extract some DNA or does the fire kill that? I think without thorough Marty is, I don't
0: think there's anything. Left. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Marty took the ashes and then he sprinkled them over the lake. Oh, and, on his know. boat,
0: right into the office that yeah. morning. Yeah, yeah.
1: He put some on Javi's
0: donut pastries <laughs> yeah. that they brought. Yeah. While well, they're pulling up through the pastry drive through on yeah. the boat, he's just tossing them over the side. <laughs> but that. That kind of leads to this blow-up, right, that we see yeah. coming to the end of this episode. Yeah. And so Jonah's spilled the beans, and now Darlene heads over to the birds. Yeah,
1: this is... I'm watching this, and it did not go how I thought. I kind of was expecting... When Wendy pulled up, or uh, Darlene pulled up, Talking to Wendy and asking about the sheriff. Mm-hmm. And then Darlene, Wendy just kind of lunges towards Darlene a little bit in a threatening posture.
0: She kind of barrels over at her. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: And Darlene starts to, um presuming, have a heart attack or some kind of episode. She's struggling. She's struggling. Yeah. And she's like, call nine one one and you see the look. This is goes back to the whole Wendy for ten seconds has this emotional thing on her face. Yep. Gets out her phone and then just the look and she just sits down. And I'm like, This is great. I'm writing <laughs> Wendy is fuck all watching her ass <laughs> basically die at the end. And then all of a sudden it cuts to black and you hear nine one one she waits pretty much until what I'm assuming is she's dead or unconscious to call nine one one yeah but just watching watching Wendy's face yeah just almost getting almost happy yeah it's like excited she's kind of got like she's almost smiling it yeah. seems like
0: yeah she's almost cruel and and yeah you know enjoying the suffering but you know what it all kind of kicked off when Wendy said, "Oh, by the way, really appreciate Ruth helping us out with oh. the drugs from Frank Junior." Yes, and it just kind of you know stumbles back over. You know, Darlene kind of stumbles back over, and and Wendy just starts to kill her with kindness. You yeah. know those signs you put up, really appreciate yeah. that. Can we can we pay for that? Really, you know, just yeah. throwing it all at Darlene and not expecting which way she's going to come at her. Yeah, and then Darlene starts to fall over, and Wendy's like, "Oh shit." Huh gotta get my phone. Yeah. And then she's like, oh, opportunity. Yeah. Light bulb. Right. And then she just sits down and I thought when she sat down and she just looked at her with the answer lamp, I thought she is dead. She is dead inside. She's enjoying the suffering. One person is physically dying and the other
1: one's already dead inside. (laughs) Inside, (laughs) yeah. 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 And it's just, I mean, I almost, I mean, just Navarro is you know, is the cartel head the mm-hmm. cold-blooded drug dealer murderer? But he has emotions. He he has regrets. He's in confession. Yeah. He
0: he's does, does he savor the flavor when somebody's dying yeah. in front of him? Yeah. Like.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't think. I mean, he did. Hug Marty and Wendy after they blew Helen's head that was, off. That's true, yeah. Didn't do that. <laughs> he did go to confession afterwards, yeah. so yeah. it it's tough. It's um, Wendy is Wendy is the most most ruthless and soulless person
0: in I, the show. I far. agree. If anybody can win the game, I think it's Wendy.
1: Yeah, I think she can put she all wants of this emotional it so shit aside. Much. Yeah, she wants to be on top. She's every avenue, the foundation. She rehab centers like took basically Darwin's idea. yep she's trying to buy everybody, and they're trying to run everything. And she's going after there's no coexisting once Ruth portrayed her once, there's no bringing her back Marty is one to do deals, one to do whatever. Wendy's done.
0: Yeah, so. I agree. I, I thought it was an amazing ending to the episode. It was
1: great. Whew. I w- wanted to start watching six right after <laughs> yeah, that, but yeah. it was midnight at the Double Tree in Baton Rouge, <laughs> and I had to go into work this morning. So. Yeah.
0: And, and I, lo- I love the cliffhanger when she just sits down, she's watching Darlene her- have the heart attack. And you're like, is she actually going to call 911? Credits. Yeah. And then it's 911, what's your emergency? Yeah. It? It's like, oh, okay. That was okay. brilliant. Yeah. yeah. It was great. Yeah. But,
1: yeah, two good episodes. What do you think? um, Where do you think we're going in the last two? Any wild theories? Any? Where do you think we're gonna end up at the halfway point?
0: Well, I think Darlene's gonna take a step back. Obviously, I mean, if she's had a heart attack, I mean, she's she's getting old, right? Not that age is an issue, but she's alive. She's she's weak now. Yeah.
1: If she's alive... Yeah, if she makes it out of this. Does Wyatt and Ruth then take over? Oh, yeah. I mean, Wyatt we see is kind of useless from the business, from Mm -hmm. the business standpoint that they're involved in. But he's a... is a good supporter of Ruth and Darlene. Oh he's a worker. But yeah, yeah he,
0: he can work but he doesn't have the He to... can dig a hole. Yeah, he, he can't he doesn't see the steps two, three, you know, four head yeah. like Ruth does. Yeah, for sure. But I I think
1: It's he... <laughs> Frank Jr. coming coming getting more involved or is Darwin upset now because he sold it back to Ruth. Where does Javi go with his shipments of of hair of uh opium that's not being utilized because
0: you think he doesn't know that shaw took some side some side product i mean he's got to know that shaw was going to try to find another and marty helped him out i mean he's javi is going to start to grab more and more power i think as as this goes along and especially with the vacuum that darlene is now going to be if she made it through on her ass yeah then
1: well now it's it's kind of like when anybody's weak that's when it creates a vacuum of power, then someone's yeah. got to step in. So That's the opportunity. It's a good opportunity for mm-hmm. for Javi then to take over. If he moves in in that area, he could be the sole supplier. Then Marty has to stop feeding FBI, or they have to get look to get rid of Agent Miller. There's a lot of different scenarios, but this could build. This could either this could build Javi's yep. uh, bandwidth and put him in a, a better position. Overall, in the in the trying to take over, take down Navarro uh, to gain control of the family, basically.
0: Yep, we got to see what what you know how they finish the first part and if they can get Omar Navarro his cleanness right to be yeah. to be able to pass you know into the U.S. whenever he wants. Are they going to succeed at this plan? And at this point, I don't know that they're going to be able to. I mean.
1: I don't see how, I mean, I'm sure, yeah. I mean, if, depending on what kind of show you're going to be, if you're going to be mm-hmm. the show that wraps everything up neatly, which a lot of today's modern shows don't do that, mm-hmm. but it's Netflix and maybe it'll be more tied up in a bow, but I don't see how this, every every loose thing gets tied up and how, you no, know, especially Navarro gets out of this without... With a a new reputation, without jail time, Mm -hmm. without the birds doing jail time, so... Yeah.
0: It'll be interesting, yeah, to watch the last two episodes of part one of, of the final season. Yeah. Really looking forward to it, and we'll be talking about those in the upcoming episode.
1: Yeah, so join us next week. We will talk about episode six and seven, and we may talk about in our in the intro we may talk about severance and space force um or maybe another show we mm-hmm. we find. I think uh righteous gemstones
0: yeah, we need to talk about that.
1: Uh, season two, I think finale or there may be one more and then eighteen eighty three It's also yep I, it's nearing there's eight episodes and they've got two more. Uh, to the season finale. So there's 10 episodes of that show. So lots to talk about, but definitely next week we'll, we'll conclude with our first half of, uh, Ozark, uh, episode episodes six and seven. Yeah. Anything to add, Mike?
0: No, appreciate everybody for joining us and be sure to subscribe to us on Spotify and coming soon, Apple podcasts
1: and probably Google podcasts. as yeah. Well, I'm looking into that as well right now. So get on a couple other, um, services so we can make sure everybody can hear us
0: yep awesome thanks everybody peace
1: this episode of can we kick it was brought to you by usa ninja challenge webster visit their website today at www.ninjawebster.com for more details